0: Welcome to episode 14 of Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. This is UK Peter, bringing it to your front door like an Amazon Prime package. I'm here to let you know that we will be using the B word, the D word, the F word, the C word, the L, M, N, O, P word. Basically if you're offended by words, then you can go visit my toilet and join the diarrhea that I have been depositing into that toilet ever since the elections started. Please welcome your hosts, Sir Dennis McMahon, and Miss Lindsay Hobbs.
1: Hello, everybody.
2: The election technically started in January. (laughs)
1: Yes, very true.
2: So that's a lot of diarrhea. (laughs) It's a
1: lot of diarrhea he's been experiencing.
2: And like saving. I don't know if he just means, you know, (laughs) since voting has begun, but because he is British, so maybe he's not familiar. You know, parliamentary style elections are a lot different than our... Uh, crazy system that we have here in America. So maybe it's different where he c- comes from, but that's not a normal election day uh, a tradition to save your diarrhea in the toilet. <laughs> that could Ooh. be, you know, the his his pandemic way of coping with things. You know, Howard Hughes yeah. part of his neurosis was to save his
1: waste. That's that's where my mind jarms. went when he when he admitted that to us. That's where my, my very Howard Hughes like, yeah. But you saved know we each piss, cope saved his we fingernail cope, clippings. We each cope you know. in our own way. We each cope That's in our true. own way. That's true. I've I was been sitting judge.
2: in the corner rocking back and forth, just praying that this will all end soon.
1: <laughs> Dude, how like sweaty are just like your hands at any given moment? Or like uh, my, my pits are sweating, my hands are sweating. Pits. I'm like constantly checking my pulse. So like, am I <laughs>
2: Is that a, is that a heart attack or like, why am I all of a sudden feeling like, like a cougar is right behind me about to chase me? All so, time?
1: so yeah, last night I, I kept having these dreams and I'd wake up like, and it was like a nightmare panic. So like I would dream that Trump won the election. I'd wake up. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Thanks for it. Thank God. It's a dream. And I'd go back to sleep. I'd go back to sleep. And then I'd dream that Biden won and I'd wake up like all disappointed that it was a dream. Like, oh God, he's 75
2: years old. He's going to die any moment. You know, like,
1: no, but I kept for... like, I kept like, like the, the election just kept like switching and my dreams like who we won and yeah. it was just like such a fucking nightmare i'd rather have real ass nightmares and i've had some scary nightmares and i think i'd rather just have like one of those sleep paralysis dreams because at least then it's just like one of them and then i don't have to worry
2: this about this is real like uh, i i could get through this yeah, like the, I could, this the,
1: this stuff i'm dreaming about is very real both both things could be very real and obviously yeah. i want one to be more real than the other but Man, it's getting close. It's the closest sure. fucking election I think I've ever experienced.
2: Two thousand was a lot crazier. I will was say. It? Now we're just getting started here, but uh, if, if I just watched the movie Recount, and it was a television movie that kind of replayed the 2000 recount election. process in the two thousand election. It's way crazier than anybody. Re- oh, we lost. We lost Dennis for
1: a minute let's hold on all right everyone we have dennis back he's trying not to be part of this I tell you, uh, disposable I, I, I economy. mean not
2: to be part of the disposable economy <laughs> i don't want to be the one that's like buying the new electronic that comes out every fucking six months <laughs> i've had a laptop for 10 years it used to be like my everything i watched tv on it i downloaded videos and, and music And now I, I never use it. So I never think about it. The only time I ever use it is when I'm trying to talk to friends on a podcast. And now it's like, it's like trying to tell me like, no, we're, it's dead. Like it just reboots all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to buy another laptop. Well, no, they are like cheap as shit. It used to be like, it'd be like buying a new car. It'd be like, oh my God, I got to save like a thousand dollars to buy a laptop. Now you can get it for like 200 bucks. No problem. But
1: yeah, depending on where you go, depending on what you go for, I guess. What do you need it for, really?
2: I'm not editing video. <laughs> I'm not using it for any kind of creativity. I'm literally just yeah. like, this is the only use for it, or fucking, you know, watching like Netflix, it, like here and there. You know what I mean? It's sure. not really like the same level of engagement that I used to. Have. Is
1: a uh, Netflix code for porn or? <laughs>
2: Uh, that's why I stumbled on the word. Yeah, you know, no, I, no, like, I use it for watching uh, Net, Netflix. You know, like <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I couldn't think of the excuse quick enough on on how to uh, explain what I use it for. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's not that big of a. I'm trying not to. You know, I bought a new iPhone. I bought the the 12 Pro, whatever. Not the latest one, but the one right before it. And it's like, ooh, it's got battery battery life and a cool camera. And then I got it, and I'm like, it kind of sucks. Like, it's not that great compared to what I used to have. You know. The only thing, it's like the battery life. but And they do that on purpose, you know, the planned obsolescence of like, sure, sure. yeah, now, like after a certain while, like it stops charging and like shit stops working on it. But I, I, I got it. I'm like, it's $1,200 for a new iPhone. <laughs> and it's like, it does, it's not that much greater than the thing I just had.
1: Yeah, yeah. And how
2: many like slaves in fucking the Congo had to mine coltan <laughs> for the battery to be able better in my laptop. So I don't have to get to a charging station, you know, (laughs) like, Oh my God, if my, my phone dies, I won't be able to order DoorDash or fucking find out what's going on on Facebook. You know, like God forbid, that's been one of my thoughts on this post election idea. Right. So what happens? Have you, have you thought about what's next for yourself?
1: Like it, depending on what happens.
2: Yeah. Either way, Biden or Trump, what is going on in your I f- mind? I
1: feel like with Trump, like what I would have to do is just find a way to not pay attention for four years. Like, I don't know any other. Cause at least, like, one of the reasons why you pay attention when you can have a little bit of a power in the election, I guess, is because you can be like, uh, basically justify your position, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to vote this way because of this.
2: Your responsibility as a citizen. You're like, right. I'm going to be engaged. If you don't take part of politics, they'll, they'll take part of you, you know?
1: But I, I, if I had to deal with another four years, like, one of the main reasons why I want, like, Joe Biden to win is because I just can't handle Trump's voice, his face, his anything anymore. Like, I just can't handle it, like, mentally. And I started, yes. thinking, I started thinking about... Because it seems like it's come fast, right? Like four years ago. I think so.
2: When, when I thought back about 2016, four years ago, when it first happened, me and my wife were talking about it. We went to the bar. We were watching the results live. I was like, it's a foregone conclusion. Like Hillary Clinton's going to win. Like it's over. And then the second like, uh wisconsin went to trump it was like that's it like that's yeah, the one he there's, needed there's no way and she it was can like anyway. oh my god and then now it's like it's been crazy and it's been four years but it actually is over like yeah. that was quick
1: like, it felt quick but but it, when i think about what i've gone through since sh- then like i've had a child who's now two and then i just start thinking about that like oh my god like four more years and she's becoming she aware be, like yeah.
2: now she's like I think in four years, what is she now? Three or four? Like she's, how old is she's she? She's
1: almost three. She's like two and three quarters or something like that.
2: Two and three quarters. So she would in his next term, like go to kindergarten. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like be, like be involved right. in the world right. in that time. Like I can't, I can't imagine like having to take part in that.
1: So, and then if Byron went or Byron, if Biden wins, <laughs> um, I like might go outside and dance and scream a little bit. I might like because it'll be yep. over. My nightmare will be fucking over. Like this has felt like a goddamn nightmare. Four it years really of a just political nightmare and a joke yes, and, and an embarrassment.
2: Joke, embarrassment, yeah. lies. Ugh. Like no reality. Everyone living their own like truth. And you're just like, am I taking fucking crazy pills every <laughs> moment of every second of right. every day? Well, and then like now again, I I could totally understand that people having different opinions, right? Like an abortion, right? There is two sides to that story that you could definitely have different opinions sure. on. But like the pandemic, like yeah. there's not two sides to <laughs> yeah, it. We're on that like, one
1: together, motherfuckers. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's the like what really has made me wish this would all go away even more is I don't know if you've witnessed a Trump train yet. Yes. But being up and living up by the Capitol, like I, we've ran into one and it's like kind of terrifying it's terrifying, it's kind of terrifying. intentionally. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's just like, oh, it's it's just like disheartening, and and the weirdest part of the Trump train I saw is I saw a person of color in it, I saw Latinos yeah. in it, I saw many many women in it, and it's just like how yeah. how I don't understand this. I just... yesterday
2: on on the corner, twenty uh, first South and State, there was a Trump rally, like holding signs, and guess what. Not a white person among them. Really? It was all women of color and Latinos. And I was just like, oh, shit. Who's
1: paying them, do you think?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So they use that mentality when they talk about left-wing protesters, right? They say George Soros is paying all these. I had that thought about the Trump trains because it's like, how did they all of a sudden... On one day last week, they all organized. They all had the flags. You didn't see those kind of flags everywhere no. in the last, like, coming months. Right. It just, all of a sudden, there's 90 cars that have four Trump flags, yeah. and they're all the exact same. Right. Like, so if you're going to use that mentality on us, who's paying them? Right. Who sent them all these Trump flags to hook up to all the exact same truck, too? They're all driving like the, the exact same, like, Ford pickup truck, yeah. you know? <laughs> Yeah. was a little or, like more organized than it that it should be for can like seemingly like unorganized people.
1: We actually saw a truck like that with the flags coming where I was coming up on it and I was like, "Oh, another Trump truck." And it was actually Biden flags. I'm like, "That must be like an ironic thing because <laughs> yeah. I have yet to see like a Biden people that are just like that in your face about it, you know."
2: No, it's usually a well-manicured garden with a Biden-Harris and Equality Ferrari. Oh, yeah. All you know, uh, sign in the yeah. in the uh, dome oh, garden. Oh, you know, every life house.
1: matters. Uh, like the LGBT, <laughs> yeah. LGBTQ flag is is part of my, yeah. camp, you know, yeah. Um, blue, no matter who.
2: There's a house on our, our our street that has blue, no matter who. You know, it's yeah. not even that confrontational. You know.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that's part of too why I want Biden to win so bad is I'm just so disgusted. By like the sportsmanship of the Trumpers, you yeah. know? It really just feels Yeah, and it feels like if he wins, it's just gonna be like, Oh, cool, four years of that shit being rubbed in our face. And I
2: don't like, know if I can
1: handle it. Overdrive. Yeah. Of
2: like, no, now it's solidified. Yeah. We have like achieved glory. Eight years and now of it's Trump time hood. to like ride the white horse in triumph with our flag held high.
1: Don't you love and, to and, how at first like, Sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, all that policies, all that bad, all that negative, all that, like, everything they exude, like, being justified. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck yeah, right, like, make America great again. We did it.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Then just Four like, more ah, years.
2: Fuck. Yeah. And, like, if he won, wins again, because none of this is certain still. No. It feels like we're on a path to a certain way, but we still don't know. It,
1: the path but, is, like, an 8,000 vote difference right now. <laughs> that is not a good path like to me i'm
2: like no (laughs) yeah like it that was really you talk about nightmares just like watching it yesterday being like oh my god like i really had a slight hope that it would have been like oh man this is a skunking yeah it's 450 to zero i
1: knew it wouldn't be man i knew this was covered like i was just like first of all the polls last year are so like there's even like talk now of people saying like the the trump people are actually like lying to the polls to basically yeah. um get the idea out there that oh biden's gonna win by landslide and maybe like have people not vote because they think that Complacent. Biden, which is really stupid like i've never been like oh your candidate's gonna win by landslide so i've never been like oh then i don't have to vote like there's some kind of a pride stay of, home. there's a pride i take in voting like no i was part of this uh system you know there's i was part of this yeah. and even if even even in Utah where i know my vote doesn't count i'm still very proud to go and do it you know like and yeah, for and sure. actually this year like we were we were more close we, we had probably more blue votes in than in most of our history like i think last year like it was like over 70% of people voted for trump and at this time there was like 39% of people that voted for biden i was like that's actually more than what hillary got last year
2: yes but uh actually i'll have to i'd have to look at the exact numbers but they had a third party challenger in utah in 2016 and he got a lot of the vote that's true so the trump vote wasn't way over the top which was very like that was actually like what kind of shocking because you're like oh shit they had picked this third party candidate because he had kind of he was kind of mormon and kind of came up from those ranks so it made sense and so it was kind of disheartening this year that it was like so, still a 6535 you know yeah, like yeah. ratio in the state yeah. of Utah where it's like not even it's not even not even close like right that you you, you really don't matter here yeah
1: it's pretty disgusting it's pretty hard to handle but and especially
2: like we've been told at least you know you've lived here your entire life i i've been here the majority of my life that this is a theocracy right you know it's run by this this church system and we've been outcasts because of our uh, anti-like religious ways. You know, we like to drink, we like to go out, we 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 don't act like we don't go to church. You know, so we've been these outcasts in this society. And now you have this person that's like the antithesis of everything that they seem to preach yeah, and love. Yeah,
1: and, and they're like, he wins yeah, the yeah Republicans. Well, it's, it's just the part. Yeah. It's the two-party system. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the 100%. problem. So,
2: and, um, and it's getting worse there's no there is no end in sight it's actually no. like uh driving yeah. itself more yeah. yeah because even in 2016 there were two semi-legitimate third-party candidates so i think they I, didn't have a t- chance to win yeah but they had a good following they had a good showing they sure. were talked about in certain areas
1: but it, it really and, it, it almost feels like I, like pointless for any of them to ever run because it always just like ends up skewing the election one way or the other like in a lot it just of ways takes, that's it they takes say away in Michigan, votes. like
2: jill stein got all these votes yeah for the, the Green party yeah and that could have that margin could have tipped the scales sure for hillary clinton so yeah it's true and the same you know they said it in 2000 with ralph nader but if you don't You know, like, I don't know, there should be some vote with your conscious level to it, you know, but maybe it's hard when, yeah, it feels like it's kind of worthless. It's hard when you feel like,
1: you feel like one of the parties is just like pure, like evil too, (laughs) just pure and utter evilness. And so you have to vote against the other one that could win. You know, I just, that's a shit. I've been trying. The only
2: thing I will say, the only benefit to it, I will say is if you look at the democratic primary this year, right? You had. 20 people running. You know, Andrew Yang, uh, Amy Klobuchar, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Warren, uh, Bernie Sanders. And if you didn't have that like diversity of ideas even in your your one party, they picked Joe Biden, but because so many people got support like an Andrew Yang, like an Elizabeth Warren, the party structure had to listen to those ideas. True. And they were like, oh, you like that idea. Maybe we need to kind of think about that. True. You know, like, like A- Andrew Yang with universal basic income. That is now like on the table as an idea. It was It's no longer completely unheard of thought that you could have this basic income that the government provides to every citizen. And then you can like not worry about your, your basic, you know, rent food, sure. like like necessities. Or like Elizabeth Warren with her progressive policies when it comes to childcare or banking regulation. Now these ideas are on the table, and someone like myself or somebody that may not have thought of these ideas now go, hey, yeah, that actually is a good idea. We should even if Biden wins, I want Warren as like Treasury Secretary, sure, you know, sure, or yeah. or like you know Andrew Yang the Labor Secretary. Now you want these ideas in there. And so the third party can be similar. I know in 2000 when Ralph Nader won, or I mean ran, that was my candidate. And like, I loved his ideas. Like he taught more about like, we need people involved, especially like in civics, because no one even understands it, like politics or or, or how things are run. And so like, if you don't even have an idea of how it's done, then you can't really take part in it. And so I'm like, yeah, we should like in school, they used to teach. I'm only a bill on yeah, Capitol yeah. Hill, you know, like there was a cartoon about like, like, like how the government worked. And now like, I know grown adults that do not understand the difference between the house of representative and the Senate. And they're not dumb people. They're just like dumb people. You know? <laughs> like, they have no idea. And so like, I like that idea. It didn't get it. Obviously it didn't go anywhere, but at least it's still like in my mind of like, yeah, when, if I have a say in things, that would be something that I would push for. You know, so I still like the idea of of, of outside vo- voices being involved.
1: And like basically kind of tapping to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And at least it can like uh, spread the field of ideas. And then maybe we could get closer to a uh, we don't have to just take things for granted. One of the shocking developments in this year's election is – the amount of minority votes that Trump gained since his 2016, right? Seems antithetical because right. based on what we've been told about him, what we think about him, what we've seen about him, and what he says about himself, it, it's hard to understand why he would have doubled his vote of black women from like four percent to eight percent. Not a lot in 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 like actual numbers, but to to like increase a vote fifty percent, you know, like like right.
1: well, that's he got huge. a lot more it, black men too, right?
2: In politics. Yeah. He went from, from like 8% to 13%.
1: Yeah. Like, like that, it, is, it is weird to, to think about that going like, up. Why, like, why would that happen? That? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's, it it's, it's hard to put your mind around that, but then you have to like be open. Like, well then why? And part of it is, this is one of the reasons Kanye ran is there were a lot of black voices that talked about how, The Democratic Party kind of takes them for granted. Like, oh, well, you have to vote for us because why would you vote for Trump? Mm. And then Trump, like, passed prison reform or, you know, and based on like input from Black voices like Van Jones and Kim Kardashian, quite frankly, because he knew she was a celebrity. And if he got a celebrity endorsement, that might do something for her. Obviously, it worked. So, they are trying to say, like, you are not listening to us. We are not a one issue party, meaning, like, there aren't just black people, there right. are old black people, there are young black people, there are black conservatives, there are black liberals, there are black extremists. Like, right? So, there, it's not just like, hey, get for- the
1: black vote,
2: <laughs> and like, well, we know you, we have you as a vote because. You have to, you're not yeah. going to vote Republican. Same it's with not a, a
1: Same go- with like the women take- vote last time yeah. with Hillary. Like you have to vote for Hillary if you're a girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 And when you
2: sell that as a message, it people actually rebel against it, which I think is and what happened a, with a Hillary. Lot of, yeah. And you saw a lot of black celebrities this time around come out and endorse Trump. And I think that was because like, Hey, you can't tell me who to be. Right. You know, like I, I can be a contrarian. That's, that's what Kanye was doing when he wore the MAGA hat and he talked about Trump. He wasn't endorsing Trump. He was trying to say, I'm a contrarian. You see this red hat and you get mad. Why? So he, you know, some people think they're like intellectual and you have to be like, okay, that's not really the best way to articulate that. But, you know, like he he, he thinks he's this very smart and intellectual person. So... <laughs> he thought by challenging you and your idea of what a red hat with white letters on it that says, make America great again. Well, like, what does that mean in our world? We go, well, when was it ever great? The great that you're talking about is like the fifties when whites ruled everything and blacks were minority and couldn't vote. Like, well, that was never great. But in their mind, they're like, that was great. So, you know, we have to, we have to like resolve that idea. You know, we, we live in a country that there were riots and a person was killed because one half of the town thought we shouldn't have Confederate monuments up. And the other half was like, that's part of our heritage and we're really proud of that. So like, <laughs> it's the year 2020 and we're still having that debate on what, like, why should we not have those kind of things, like glorifying that history. I saw a, uh, a pastor on, he was in, uh, from Detroit. And he was kind of talking about that, that like the word, the term white privilege, right? Like if you say that to somebody in Appalachia, that's like out of their gourd on uh, fentanyl and, and oxycodone, you know, like they don't, they've never felt privileged. Now we know what they mean, you know, like, we don't have to worry about like, I don't have to worry if I get in my car and a cop pulls behind me, I'm not paranoid that I'm going to die.
1: Right. And that's and like your worst definition. fear is like, I don't want a speeding ticket or I don't want a ticket. It's basically the money related. Thing,
2: and a shitload of white people are like, how dare this guy bother me? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. don't you know, I pay taxes. I pay your salary. You know, like people have this mentality versus like, holy shit, like any wrong move and I could get shot. Right. You know, it's like, that's the definition of white privilege right there. Like if you can't accept that, then you've completely like lost the idea of what it means. You know,
1: you know I, uh, I try to, with all this stuff going on, I'm trying to like look at more positive news stories and just stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. I, I had this one the other day where it was just about this dude who this old dude, this 89 year old dude who worked for like Papa John's or something. Or Papa Murphy's, I can't remember, but he... See,
2: you're already starting very depressing. Well, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. Man, it but, so, but the idea... And of... he works at Papa
1: John's. <laughs> Papa Murphy's, which is even worse. You know,
2: Papa, oh, even worse, <laughs> it's taken me. Like, don't they know, like, okay... Don't you know the best part of pizza is the industrial oven? (laughs) Yeah, right. You cannot get a home oven to be hot enough to
1: cook a pizza properly. No, no, it's always like soggy, right? It's gross. So the whole
2: idea of take it, bake pizza, what am I paying you for? Like, (laughs) no, the bake part. That's the important part.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's what I paid for
2: is the industrial oven that cooks it.
1: But these, uh, but these people that that he always delivered to these people and they were always like, this guy's 89. He shouldn't be working at a, at a Papa Murphy's. And they like, yeah. they tick him like every time he came up and they like always gave him a really big tip. And so eventually, they got like the TikTok followers were kind of like interested in this old guy, and they were able to raise like twelve thousand dollars and give it to him, amazing, as a tip. And it's such a good story, right? And I was just like, oh, this is this is gonna be good. I need to watch this. But then yeah. there's this part. Let me guess. The- hold on, hold on.
2: He spent it on Nazi memorabilia <laughs> no, on eBay, right? No, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that
2: be the greatest? <laughs> No, like, oh that. we raised we raised $12,000 for this guy because he's such a nice guy and he goes thanks I had my eye on this like Himmler
1: portrait on eBay it's like a good uh, little scene in a movie or something Yes. but anyway I get to this part and he starts crying and I'm just like no this isn't helping because like all people crying is just like my kryptonite but listen to this Super listen, listen to how sad this is Listen. how do I ever say thank you I don't know what to say. Oh my god, let me try to play that again.
0: How do I ever say thank you? I don't know what to
1: say. Oh. oh. And he's got that, like, old guy voice. He's got that oh old God. guy voice. He's got the oh. old guy voice not that, like, the roughest thing. And I was like, Jesus. I just want a fucking, like, good story. And I have to, like, and I and the worst, weirdest part is I just kept, like, replaying that over and over. And I was just yeah. like, why am I continuing to, want, like, hear this? Oh. But just how do I ever say thank you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, man. Kryptonite. My go-to our
2: our uh dog reuniting videos.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, so, I watched one of those too. A guy like a dog oh, was like stuck in a in a hole, and it's like old man cries after being reunited with this dog that's been stuck in this like hole for two days. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch like, it. Coming home
2: and they, their dog recognizes <laughs> yeah, them.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. Every one of those I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is pretty pretty it's, powerful. Somebody cut onions. <laughs> like, <laughs> cut onions in here every time uh, do you have any yelp stories this week or that it is that too crazy I,
2: no but i i i, I want to beat the algorithm this is my idea in 2020 right or in 2021 going forward because you know when you're you're on like uh google or you're on facebook or anything and you accidentally you're like yeah what are they up to you know and you click on it and, you, and then like next thing you know your entire feed is just filtered and you're like no i wasn't really like that kind of guy. I just thought I would check that out, you know, like for some reason, somebody was like, Oh, Kelly Rippa thinks she's ugly. And I'm like, why was kids Kelly Rippa thinks she's ugly. So I clicked on the thing now on my Google feed, everything is about Kelly Rippa. And I'm like, Oh no, Google. Like I was just trying to, I, I don't know why I, I've thought about Kelly Rippa that day. You know, like it was, I've never thought about her in my life. And now that's all that it keeps hitting me with. Right. So you have to like gain the algorithm a little bit. You have to like type in these things to kind of like, try to focus it towards you you know yeah yeah like, and and so i don't have any yelp reviews because i was tired of the negativity there's nobody even really like going out right now yeah it's like closed yeah so you can't even like, like like did you notice the toilet anything? paper is
1: going away again have you seen this is in the story I it's go- dude, no, no. dude like okay costco's like obliterated and really yeah and the just the smiths our local smiths um down on six Ave, like it it's got like maybe 10 more like packages and and the oh whole God. aisle is just empty again and same with like the sanitizers and the clean cuz that stupid alert for uh, in october that yeah. we got
2: that we're going for to Halloween. be locked down again
1: we're not even going to be locked down but just like hey don't gather more than this and this yeah yeah why why didn't we not learn that the toilet paper thing <laughs> is really the thing the, <laughs> thing? <laughs> we learn
2: the thing? toilet paper will be fine or get up a bidet. It yeah like right. 59 like right it's the greatest invention that people still haven't figured out there's it, no shortage of bidet no it's not like no. you can't find one they'll, and amazon will take it to your house same day right we now live in a same day amazon state right right they'll right. bring it to your house like it's insane
1: and, and 60 it,
2: bucks you hook up the water to it it fucking shoots water up your ass you never have to worry ever well, and you
1: maybe have to like you the only toilet paper you're really using after that is to dry your butthole a little bit you know just a little dab just and a little like dab fancy.
2: you know like when you when you dab on the side <laughs> yeah, of your yeah, you like know, a fancy like napkin after eating a, a <laughs> fancy napkin after a meal i just dab the just rim the, a little bit just, just a little bit the, of a
1: the, light the, touch of just get the just get the crumbs
2: and That's it. And let it air dry. Like, this is the way God intended. Like, what the fuck is going on with people? Why are they still losing their minds over toilet paper?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I ever lived life. We've talked about this before. How was there (laughs) ever a life before a bidet? I don't yeah. know how I ever did it. Like I ha- like if I go on vacation now, I get like anxiety and like I'm like, God, I'm using so much toilet paper. Am I going to fl- like overflow the toilet? Like you forget how <laughs> much you forget how much toilet paper you have to use if you don't have a bidet, you know?
2: Absolutely. Especially when you're so used to that, like minty, fresh crack uh, uh, post bidet.
1: <laughs> post bidet, minty, I, fresh crack. I would
2: wipe. And I'd be like, "Good enough." I, I don't know if it's good enough. I I, I I do three wipes till it gets most of the brown. I'm not really like wiping till it's white. You, you know, might that have, was never my
1: policy. You would know if you didn't get it good enough because you'd have an itchy butthole later on. But <laughs> yes. it's something you well, were willing to. I, take a I risk wasn't with.
2: wipe until white. That you know, like. <laughs> You don't just keep wiping. You, you, you have your number at a certain point, right? I'm 40 years old. I have a number. Four <laughs> tissues, and that's it. Whether I got it all or not, I'm moving on with my day. I don't have all fucking day to, <laughs> to find out if I wiped properly. So I'm going with my number is four, and I'm out. <laughs> and I don't – well, now I have to worry because I have a wife, so I, she might get close to the area yeah, uh, yeah. at that time. So I have to worry. Any one moment. People, before I never had to worry. Nobody was going anywhere near my ass, so who cared? Like, you know. So you get addicted to the real super clean of the bidet. Sure. So when you travel, if you go to a hotel, even if you go it's to like your mom worst. or dad's house or anywhere, I get, like, I get to
1: where like if I'm traveling, I have to like wet down some toilet paper before. Like, I, I really should like the start. Hubo bidet, The yeah. Alabama
2: bidet, where yeah. you spit on the toilet paper and give it a, <laughs> give it a quick. <laughs>
1: Look, do it. This should do it. I would rather yeah. do that than no water on my butthole, though. <laughs> Absolutely. You you're having like an old
2: timey agreement with your ass. You know, you spit <laughs> on the the toilet paper and then you give it a wipe to say, "All right, we've made an agreement. This is as clean <laughs> this as
1: we <laughs> It's like a mother spit, you know. Yes. Right <laughs> so it right I up so I get
2: panicked now when we do go out to somewhere else like if we were to go to a hotel or if we're traveling sure. or anything it's like oh my god oh yeah what are we gonna do <laughs> when it comes to bedtime? Day daytime and I'm like oh shit. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like okay oh okay, yeah yeah we that, got
1: we got off track
2: <laughs> I do have a new segment that I want to introduce and it's kind of timely. Because Yelp is nothing right now. Again, nobody's reviewing anything. Who sure. cares?
1: And they're all just shitty.
2: All just shitty. It's all mask stuff and and like, oh my god, they weren't open when I drove by at ten o'clock, even Doop-a-der. though the sign sign said they they're open till nine forty five, right? So this comes from AARP. Are you familiar with AARP?
1: Yeah, Arup.
2: That no, blood. not Arop. Arop uh-huh. is the blood company.
1: This is oh, that's A R R U P. Okay. AARP? Yeah. Okay, no.
2: AARP stands AARP. for the like American Association of Retired People. Okay. When you reach a certain age, there are some givens. And one of them is the AARP membership. The second you turn 50, they hunt you down and try to get you to sign up to be a member of AARP, the American Association of Retired Persons. They send you a newsletter they send you a magazine every every month. And that's about it. So AARP this week, I don't know why I'm not 50, but somehow it got into my feed. <laughs> they decided that I needed to know this information, especially now that we're living in these strange times. There's an election com- like coming up when I've got this article. There's a pandemic that we're all like fat, like barreling towards a second wave of a dark winter. And AARP says, don't worry. We know that you're in this panic state. We know that like times are uncertain, but we have have written this article just for you. (laughs) So I want to pose this question to you that AARP posed to me and see if you can guess how Felicia Rashad is coping with the pandemic. Now, if you're not familiar, Felicia Rashad played Bill Cosby's wife on The Cosby Show. Okay. So you can understand why I was intrigued when I saw the headline. (laughs) Of course, of course. how, How Felicia Rashad is coping with the pandemic. Released October 20th, 2020. So very topical. Okay. So I have to ask you, Lindsay, now in front of God and country, how is Felicia Rashad coping with the pandemic?
1: Good, bad? <laughs> is she no, going? Is a, she a, going this on not Like a
2: level of like how she's dealing with it. What activities oh. is she doing to cope with the pandemic?
1: What would she be doing? Is she like burning Bill Cosby's old sweaters?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would almost seem therapeutic, right? right. Let me check the board. Let me see burning Bill Cosby
1: sweaters.
2: <laughs> did not make the top five. All right,
1: all right. Um, does she, is she getting into tea drinking?
2: Let me see tea drinking. <laughs> damn
1: it, damn it. Okay. Part of the top five. Um, what about, what about um, adopting um, special need dogs? Ooh,
2: I kind of probably would have gone with adopting special needs dog too. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Here we go. Come on. Right, My last Let's chance made the board. Adopting special needs dogs. And...
1: <laughs> Damn it.
2: I lost. All right. Top 7 answers to what how Felicia Rashad TV's Cosby shows mother wife <laughs> Also, apparently to AARP, she's a Tony Award-winning actress that has three movies coming out this season. And she has found a way to not put her life on hold during the pandemic. Okay, how? So here's some of the lessons she learned. Number seven, Have Hope. Okay. She's in three new movies, Jingle Jangle, (gasps) which is a magical holiday classic.
1: Yeah, I I don't even know which is
2: an animated feature about passion. Ooh, I'm actually really
1: interested in that movie.
2: It's Pixar. Yeah,
1: so, I'm interested in that movie. That's and Black good. Box,
2: which explores the idea of consciousness, each really going inside the human being and the human spirit. She loves that a lot. It gives her hope. Huh. So she, she has okay, hope. hope. Okay. And Jingle Jangle's coming out on Netflix.
1: That wouldn't give this me any
2: December. hope. <laughs> Number six on how Felicia Rashad is dealing with the pandemic, reimagining life. Okay. Before, before all this, I went by my business with a kind of certainty that I knew what it was and how it taught me to go. The truth is, I don't know what's to come, and I don't even understand everything that's here.
1: Oh, okay. Number
2: five on the top five, seven <laughs> ways that Felicia Rashad is dealing
1: with the pandemic <laughs>
2: She's reconsidering nature. Okay, everything
1: from like, birds, forest, air. What, it's is just it, what does it mean today. to reconsider nature? Like, like is that a bird? I'm gonna reconsider. Rather not that's a bird. Everything is
2: just happier today without all the human activity. I've been honoring that by not driving unless I must, okay. and I'm using less water and electricity.
1: So just being and like good to the planet, essentially. Going green. Going green. Maybe she's part of the squad,
2: you know, the Green New Deal. Number four in the top reasons, why (laughs) Felicia Rashad is coping with the pandemic, (laughs) zoom on. Now, she's always disparaged technology, but now it allows her to do so much, like virtual talks with students. Okay. Or record Shakespeare for radio instead of performing it in the park. Who knew? Who knew? Number three, be woke if we consider just to lean back and see how created how we created these unhurtful inequities in the world we'd ask do we really want to continue being this way
1: I want. Mm.
2: <laughs> number two eat what you want what when the pandemic started <laughs> i ate kale and collard greens and green beans almost every day Then I changed it up to coconut milk ice cream, gluten-free pie, and this type of rye bread I used for my avocado toast. Yes, I did that. Uh, See, when I hear, like, eat what you want, I just picture her, (laughs) like, bringing
1: out on, like, ice cream, not like an avocado toast with a whole grain rye bread.
2: She said she had a guilty pleasure of gluten-free pie. (laughs) Bitch, I had regular pie and a whole one by myself with a tub of ice cream next to it. That was how I ate what I was. I always feel like the if pan. I put
1: ice cream like in a cup, it doesn't seem as like bad as when I put it in like a big old bowl. Like I can like mush it into the cup, like it's not that big. It's just a teacup at- full of ice cream.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. And see, I'm like, if I eat it out of the carton, then I'll know when to stop. <laughs> never. <laughs> that's like that's like a speed bump that I just run right over. It never is it, like going to help that at all. And the number one way that TV's Felicia Rashad, according to AAAPRB Magazine, is dealing with the pandemic is get quiet. She's been a student of Siddha Yoga Meditation for 40 years, but she finds it especially nourishing now, offering a greater appreciation for the little things.
1: Huh. Are you going to adopt any of these principles?
2: I'm... No, I've been screaming this entire time. (laughs) I hate Zoom. I have no hope. Life is meaningless. I do love nature. But of course, her idea of reconsidering nature is to stay away from it where I'm I'm going the opposite way. I want to become
1: more part of it. like take a a trip into the mountains. One of my pandemic obsessions
2: is camper vans. You know, we have these like like wormholes that you go down That's all I've been searching lately. And I even like went and test drove some and I had this fantasy about like taking an old Dodge and like putting in a bed and like, you know, campering it all up. Then I realized like, I'm not that guy. I will never like use that to its fullest extent. And you could just rent them and be perfectly happy. But I had this idea of like, maybe if shit goes down, I could just live in a van. Yeah. And then I thought how much shit did we give our friend Chance cuz he lived in a van for years. <laughs> he was way on this van life way earlier than any people are it's now. True. And that's it's like, true. like like I was telling my wife, she hadn't heard this story, but I I it made me think about that is one time when we were at a party, you and I and our friend Chance and the party had ended and everybody was kind of like, "Okay, let do we get go home? Our se- go our separate ways, but we can't really go home, you know." And he was like, "It's fine by me because I live in my van. It's parked outside." And I was like, "God damn it, because I'm just going to be sleeping in a Kia." Like,
1: <laughs> it's true,
2: right? And so, and it's not really sleep, but it's like maybe I can like get less drunk,
1: you know, <laughs> sober up, right. up enough to so- at least be able sober to up uh, enough to. to- <laughs> Talk without a slur when the cops pull over.
2: Yeah, to, to get this Hyundai Elantra home, you know. So I am parked it outside and I'm leaning back in my car and I hear a commotion across the street where Ch- our friend Chance's van is. And next thing I know, I see the, the van door swings open and from the black opening comes a flaming curtain rod and it just flown oh. out and like comically sticks in the neighbor's yard and is flaming as like the curtain burns down. It's like, what was that? <laughs> well, our friend Chance, I don't want to out him, but he was kind of a ladies man, right? He happened to have a lady that he was trying to woo in his van life. And he had lit a candle. To oh, show, you know, fancy. Spice it up, fancy. You know? <laughs> well, there's not a lot of room in a Ford like or Chevy Astro van that you've put a mattress in the back. So the candle had lit the curtains on fire, and he had to quickly dispose of them by throwing them out the side of the van. And I, It's one of those visuals you'll his never forget. House, of his house, house
1: almost burned down. On.
2: Yeah, his car house almost burned down. Well, he, he learned a lesson that night. I don't know if AARP, maybe when Chance gets older, he can write about the lessons of, if you're trying to woo a lady in the van, now maybe those, get an those LED are lessons candle. Probably,
1: Those are lessons I might listen to, is the thing.
2: Yes, yeah. right? Like, you're going to uh, eat what you want and get quiet and be woke in, in 2021. Well... I don't know if that's going to be a recurring segment. I, I, I'll maybe write to AARP <laughs> and see if they can continue to yeah, send let's, us let's what Felicia Versailles is up to. <laughs> but it's a good start, I should say.
1: I uh, We've been talking about the news a little bit, but let's get like officially into it, huh? All right. Let's get officially into... What else are we going to talk about? Election Day stuff? I've got a few other stories besides Election Day stuff. But I've a got a Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Depp court update. Ooh, Johnny Depp court. I'm actually really interested in that. So <laughs> this, okay. I got another clip for you and oh, this man. only interested me because it was a, it was a story about how um all those Trump supporters and was it Omaha that got left in the cold or was, Omaha. It, was it Omaha? Okay. They got left in the cold. Hey, maybe that's why, like Joe Biden, got that congressional electoral vote in Omaha cause... in
2: Nebraska. Yes, <laughs> that, that congressional district.
1: Yeah, um, but anyway, so they got a...
2: which, if you if you before you you get too deep, if you want to go on a rabbit hole, find out why they do that. Right. Have you? Did you? Did you hear no. about this? Like, no, 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 no. So when it comes to the electoral college in the United States, every state but two are winner take all. So depending on how the state votes, the electors are then giving their elector votes right. to the winning candidate. And then you get all of those electors. That's where you have those numbers of like uh, Michigan 10, uh, sure, sure, sure. you know, Wisconsin 11, Pennsylvania 29. Right, right, right. They are selected by the local districts to be the official elector for that state. Every other state is winner take all. But in Nebraska and Maine they have split by districts. So there was an activist in the Omaha, Nebraska's number two district. And since the 70s, he's been fighting to keep it where it's not winner take all. And it's been successful. And so go on a rabbit hole, find, I, it, it's a whole story. So I'd li- I, it does, I, I can't do it justice, but it's pretty fascinating. If you want hope in this world, <laughs> Find out why Nebraska number two or the Nebraska electoral college is still not a winner take all state and have a little smile today.
1: So, uh, anyway, there, there was that story where they all got left in the cold, which is just like kind of sad and hilarious at the same time. Some of those things are, like, like, I, I can't, I can't like find myself. Like I can't have, I don't have the ability to give a shit about these people that are supporting him. You know, like I'm, I'm like that cold about the whole situation, which is not a good way to be. But it's gotten to that no, point. No, but after
2: for me. after he got COVID, no sympathy. You know right, right. the risk right. going in, right? Like they're telling you shouldn't get in groups of people, and you're going into a group of people. Right.
1: Well, and then so, well, when they, well, they all get left out there in the cold, right? And they're getting like they're like nine people got like hypothermia or something like that had to be taken to the hospital. They couldn't get yes. on the bus. But anyway, <laughs> so as I was like kind of like le- reading into that story, there was these news anchors, and I forget. What news services is on? But I, the, this is like the best thing I've ever heard. Listen to this guy, like, <laughs> his disgust for Trump is like, he's like incapable of being professional at all about this whole story. <laughs> and he just keeps interrupting the lady as she's trying to like uh, tell the story. And he's just and it's like, <laughs> it, it's just, okay, it's going to speak for itself. Just listen. So <laughs> left behind in nearly freezing temperatures, Sounds like a rapture. For sharp. hours. With no transportation. You've been
0: left behind. They were
1: bused in and then left there.
0: Oh god.
1: Trump departed Omaha on Air Force One around nine PM.
0: So he flew out on his presidential yeah, jet Very
1: comfortable in there with That's the refrigerator awesome. and people serving Eats him up a and he could wash his Big hands Max, fifty times. After the rally, KFC. attendees began lining up for buses. Because they were bused in Mars so they bars. figured they'd be Bust out, right to return to their cars. A lot of Mountain Dew supporters. Many of them were elderly. Waited for those buses to take them. (laughs) How good is that? He just like keeps naming foods like Mountain Dew. (laughs) Mountain Dew.
2: The nail, of course. That's like the official beverage of the Trump uh, administration. Mountain Dew. I want that
1: part where he's like, "Oh God!" Like to be on like a ringtone or something. (laughs)
2: And Mars bars,
1: Mars. Mar- K- she's like this lady's like trying to tell the story, and he's just like spouting off random food items. It might be one of my favorite things I've ever heard of all time.
2: No, that wasn't on Fox News, like <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It was so good, man. It was so good. I, I absolutely. It really love that. is like
2: like apropos of the situation that we live in, right? They've came up with this idea to have an, a rally in Omaha, Nebraska. They wanted no restrictions on it. So it's what. however many people show up. They make you bus in. It's the, This is the part that maybe got missed in that story is it wasn't like people took buses and then didn't know how to get home. They made you bus in. They made you park three miles away and take a bus to get into the rally. Why would they do but that? But then they, they did not pay the bus company for the return trip. And they didn't set that up. So, just like very apropos of like, they're not really into logistics sure. in this administration. You know, <laughs> like they're like, eh, they'll figure it out. And nine people went to the hospital with hypothermia and like people had to walk three miles to get back to their car. That's crazy. Like, yeah. And it just like, there's no thought of it's all about how can I get in and get out. Sure. He did the same when he, when he did his rally in uh, Pennsylvania where he flew his helicopter in you know, and then got out. And they, the same thing, they were left behind. They weren't given any kind of like real idea or logistical plan on how to move these people around. It was just like, well, they'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> just like, you know, San Antonio, Trump still owes the city of San Antonio $600,000 for his rally in 2016. When you go to these cities... You have to pay for like the police, the security, the like motorcades, like, and Trump never did because his whole thing is come after me, Frank. Yeah, there you try it. What happens if I don't pay you? And then we move on. So there are a lot of cities that have been left with a bill. From a post-Trump rally of like, well, shit, how are we going to pay cops? And this is the guy that's like, law and order. I love cops. I love military. Yeah, just don't want to pay him yeah. for anything. Don't want to pay him.
1: <laughs> uh, well, the other story I had, and this isn't really anything to do with anything. It was just like something to take my mind off. Did you know they finally reconnected with Voyager 2, which is 11.9 billion miles away from us?
2: V'ger? No, where is it now floating in the, uh, the ether? Where, where, how far is that? Up? What is 11 point, what
1: million miles? What? It's like basically, uh, interstellar at this point, I think.
2: Good movie. Good movie. Yeah. Matthew um, McConaughey crying when he sees his daughter in the past, like spoiler alert.
1: So, uh, Voyager 2 launched on August 20th, 1977 before Voyager 1, but they call it Voyager two because it was a- it's actually like made a slower trip than Voyager one. Voyager one was like sent out like fast and far. Yeah, um, I thought so- it
2: was because we filled it with poop. <laughs> <Could they wait laughs> we filled it with many cool it.
1: things, and we're basically <laughs> yeah. like here we go, aliens. So um, Voyager two arrived interstellar space in December of 2018, but Voyager one arrived in August of 2012 hmm So when do you say when when you ask, will they reach our nearest neighbor? Proxima Centa Centauri? It's another Ooh, it's Proxima
2: a, Centauri. It's I our, love that character our, in <laughs> Avengers Infinity War.
1: Our solar system's closest neighbor. Um well Voyager 2 won't reach it for twenty thousand three hundred years. And Voyager one so right around the corner. <laughs> Voyager yeah. one won't reach still it first 16 time to plan
2: our party for when it actually happens, right? Like I want to get the invites out, save the date.
1: Right. This
2: is what you're supposed to do. You know, hopefully the pandemic will be over by then.
1: But Voyager 1 won't, will reach it in 16,700 years. Uh-huh. It's a little faster. So, so the interesting so much part, closer. interesting part of this is just like 19. point or 11.9 billion 11.6, I'm sorry. 11.6 billion. Still a lot of miles, okay? 11. Nah, it's six. not as
2: impressive now <laughs> that the way you put it that way. Yeah.
1: billion miles, and they uh they were like really worried because they had to like um do some work on this satellite in Australia, and and it works really well in Australia because it's just like the position of it or whatever is like really um because it's down under, yeah, it's down under. Because it's actually, fed by blooming onions. Yeah, there's actually three. there's this guy shoveling
2: blooming onions into the into the telescope. But that's what
1: powers it. It's actually Foster's that he's a uh, shoveling. Oh, yeah, it
2: is Foster's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was you know that's
2: Australian for beer.
1: Yeah, it is Australian for beer. So <laughs> it was one of those cool things that I was just like, man there's so much better things going on in this world right now than this election and everything that's going yeah. on in our like immediate lives. And it's just like, why can't we just all forget about politics and just say, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> just and like, got it. Take a swing for the cosmos.
2: Right. Yeah. Cause in the seventies, there was no, like, why would we do that? Why would you slingshot a satellite into the unknown? With no hope of like, or no guarantees of like being able to still talk to it, being able to understand where it is like, or track it. Just like, we're going to put like a record. I know there's like a record. There's like a, like a, like a little like tablet, tablet thing with like a map
1: map and
2: and like pictures of humans, you know, like, and they just slingshotted it into the unknown. And it probably cost like a billion dollars at the time. Like, sure. It wasn't cheap, right? And yet, we still, 40 years later, 50 years later, are reaping the benefit of that imagination. I mean,
1: it's still costing, too, because it costs money yeah. to like maintain this stuff and and keep All in contact. fosters,
2: they have to feed that satellite. <laughs> That's a lot of fosters.
1: <laughs> There's actually two other satellites. I think one of them, let me see if I can remember this. I think one of them's in Goldstone, California, and then the other one, I think, is in... Madrid, Spain. I think that's right. Interesting. But, but there are three very important satellites and, uh, you know, guess how long it takes to receive, send and receive a message back from something that's 11.6 billion miles away.
2: Well, I'm able to like Facebook messenger like pretty quick. (laughs) So if they're using that kind of technology, it's 30, pretty quick,
1: 34 hours for Voyager two to come back and say hello. It responded with hello.
2: Imagine if hookup culture worked that way. You have to like <laughs> you up question mark and then like thirty four hours later, later. You, get a, you get a dick pic. <laughs> oh
1: it's very <laughs> like
2: being a lot we'd be in a lot different situations if that was <laughs> how hookup culture was run today.
1: <laughs> well, in that's... that
2: vein in that vein you talk about the imagination of of our forefathers when it comes to this like space, the final frontier the ISS is coming to the end of its life, the international space station. There's something that just taken for granted my entire life, that there is something called the ISS, the international space station, this joint venture between uh, the United States, England, Russia, you know, uh, I don't know all the countries that are involved. We have had human beings living in space for like 30 years not the same humans, but on and off, we send them and they come home. They've done all these experiments. They've done all these studies. They've done all this, like how to maintain life in space in the hopes of like using it as a jumping off point to then go to Mars or or beyond, right? Right. What do we do then with the ISS? What is the next step? Should we invest in these things? In times of economic strife, it's hard to use imagination when it comes to things like space right like sure. how, what is next for us should we continue those kind of programs
1: for me it's one of those things like why can't we just print money for this kind of stuff that's like <laughs> obvious like it's obviously probably the most important thing that we could be doing as a as a furthering our species right
2: Every major development.
1: So knowing that money is like made up and not real. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. can't we just print money to pay for these projects? At least big. Like, no, no, no. We, we, this is the only thing we print money for. <laughs>
2: Every major development in your life, when it comes to medicine or technology has come from the space program from NASA, like microwave and uh, radio technology and like cell phones, like, All of that was developed at NASA and then gets trickled down to the consumer level. We used to have this like curiosity consortium where you would just pay them to think shit up and then it would then find its way. Unfortunately, we've gone more because everybody thinks like privatizing or like open market is a better system. So I love Tesla, but Tesla is developing for Tesla.
1: Yeah. They're I don't know. I don't know though. If you're
2: developing you, for human.
1: I don't know. If you go into like Elon Musk and what he stands for and what he's trying to do, he's not just like this businessman that's trying to make money. And now he is a businessman it, trying to make still, money.
2: They're but they're still on the stock market. They still have investors. Sure, like,
1: but, but we owe him. We're going to, he's going to be like our, he's going to be the guy that we look back at and go, wow, that guy changed our lives. Like, yeah, he, if it wasn't for him, like half of the stuff that we need to be doing wouldn't be getting done. So you do owe him that. And I don't think that he's just like this business guy that, that doesn't really care about people or what, like he, he truly like wants to further the evolution of the human, human species. Like, and he's, he's doing some amazing things to do that. And I think he's going to save the space program. Like he's going to be the only reason why we still have like a toe in the water.
2: Yeah, especially with the reusable, you know, SpaceX rocket, where for the last fifty years, right, all Everything we can think garbage. of is yeah, just have a big thing of gas, light it on fire, and then, and and then just let it, it float around the earth in, for a while. Yeah, yeah, hopefully it pushes us up, and and we you can't use any of that shit ever again. Everything is like billions of dollars just yeah. thrown in the garbage yeah. because it takes that much force to propel you up. So the brilliant idea of like a reusable rocket is certainly could uh, revolutionize like the uh, standard in making space travel more common sure. and, and uh, feasible for anybody. Would you go up into space?
1: Absolutely. How far?
2: How many years of it being a common place would it take for you to be like, I want to do that?
1: Um, maybe like a few, maybe like a few years. Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't want to be on the first or no. second.
2: <laughs> like iteration well, of that. And most
1: of my thing would, I think would be like financial stuff. Like I'm like, I'll oh, wait till the tickets are like $800 instead of 800000 right?
2: Sub 1000 instead of $200,000. Yeah. I'm the person, I'm the person right? that like
1: <laughs> waits like five years to get the today's latest iPhone, you know? <laughs>
2: Yeah, you're like I'll wait till it comes. I'm a few, free I'm, a like yeah, I'm a few generations. Yeah, I'm a few
1: generations behind on most things.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go with the budget one, right? Like when uh, Spirit <laughs> Airlines offers trips to space, yeah, yeah. But, you, but you can't bring any carry-on luggage and there's no peanuts. Then I'm like, okay, maybe I'll spend thirty-nine dollars to fly from Topeka to the moon. <laughs> when it gets to that level, <laughs> and I won't care about uh, overhead storage space, right? Sure. I I never would you do one of those like simulated space like when they do like the vomit comet where they like take you way up into the atmosphere and then drop really quick so you get to experience that zero g feeling definitely definitely ah that's that freaks me the fuck out like, <laughs> I like
1: think all it, that I stuff. think it would
2: be cool but then you see it and yeah. it's like oh my well, how disorienting of just like floating around and like vomiting like particles and like well I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to like
1: shit. vomit or anything but if I could just like float around. That'd be kinda of cool. I
2: have the weirdest equilibrium.
1: Yeah. You know, like yeah.
2: anything that throws me off. Well, and- as I
1: get older, I can't like even like spin around anymore. I remember Yeah. Um, I was always like laughing at people. Like I like my sister couldn't do the what is it called it? The fair spins around like um uh, Gravitron. Like the-, the Gravitron. Gravitron, yeah, yeah. And anyway, I did that last year. Not last yeah, it was last year. Um, with with my nephews thinking like, I'll, I'll do this. Dude, I spent like the, the last half of the ride just like holding in vomit because there's something about you, like the fluid in your brain that thickens and it just causes you to get sick in, in like the motion sickness. And I was like so bummed out because I was like, man, I love this kind of stuff. I love being dizzy on rides and stuff. And now it's over. Like I (laughs) I will throw up. Like, even if I spin around with my daughter, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm gonna throw up.
2: (laughs) I thought I saw a kid roll down a hill the other day. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I could do that as an adult. I could just like roll down a hill. Like, remember how much fun it was to roll down a hill no, the same idea. did, like two spins in, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm fucking fucked up for a month. Like I, I can't walk straight. Like like my entire brain juice is fucking all out of whack. So I, I can't imagine like like uh, putting myself through that. I got like car sick while I was driving down a mountain road. And it's like, what what the hell? How, how is that possible? I'm I'm driving. Like I I didn't know it was a brain juice thing. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
1: I know what might cheer you up about the brain juice problem. What's that? I know what might cheer you up about this whole brain juice problem. Uh, What's that? Mel Gibson is going to be starring in an R-rated Santa Claus movie called Fat Man.
2: Interesting. So he's gonna tell us like the Jews run Christmas and like it actually
1: looks he's gonna
2: call Mrs. Claus sugar tits. It and... actually looks
1: really good. Like I'm I'm definitely gonna watch it.
2: <laughs> he's gonna be like, "What are you up for Christmas, little boy? Do it's you want like to get dark... raped by a pack of n words?"
1: It looks you good, should man. Be it, sucking it, it, my dick. it goes back to like. Like, Mel Gibson's, like, kind of... Not kind of. Mel Gibson's a pretty terrible person. But I can't help <laughs> but be, like, attracted to some of these projects that he does. Because it's just like, no, this looks hilarious and funny and really good. I
2: remember I saw that movie, though. It was called Bad Santa. How is this different than Bad Santa? Is it's like R-rated. If, if, is this, like, if Bad Santa and the Santa Claus no, but, had a baby? But like, it's like Does it's, he
1: actually become Santa Claus? He, he is Santa Claus. He is Santa Claus. Oh. Um...
2: So this is like an R-rated version of the movie Santa Claus starring two yeah. times Tim Allen.
1: Yeah. it looks so really you – you, you need
2: to watch the trailer. I will. We'll put that on a link on our Facebook page. We won't, but I'm telling you I will because nobody <laughs> listens anyway. But you can Google it yourself. Go so check out the what's fat, man.
1: fat Man. Mel Gibson. The Fat Man. Fat Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about it.
2: I thought that was my autobiography. I didn't realize Mel Gibson was – Doing a movie about Santa Claus, and it has nothing to do with me, even though it's called "The Fat Man." <laughs> Pandemic fifty, as they say, has been happening to me.
1: We actually have Father Richard in the house. He just came in the house. Do you want to get him on oh, here already? Shit.
2: Before we do that, I got one last story okay, I okay, want to talk okay.
1: about because I think it's important.
2: Hold I on, I know our Hold fans. On. Just listen. How do I ever yes. say thank you?
1: I don't know what to say Oh, oh my god
2: <laughs> We need more appreciation for what we're doing We're a public service <laughs> god damn it Without us people would not know What's going on in the world So this week I don't know if you know this or not But there's a big court case going on In the United Kingdom You know they do it a little more proper Than we do right Like here it's just like judges and like lawyers there they have barristers and like judges and they wear powdered wigs still it's very formal well in this particular case which is very important in the legal system a certain judge is trying to decide whether johnny depp is a wife beater johnny depp married actress amber heard 30 years his his junior not too long ago. And they had a very bitter divorce. In that divorce papers, Amber Heard said that Johnny Depp had beat her. And he was a wife beater. So he sued her for libel. Well, one of the things that the judge decided this week was one of the accusations by Depp himself. Depp had claimed that Amber Heard had gotten so drunk that she shit in their bed. <laughs>
1: That's a terrible thing to just put. Like, why is this matter too? Like- Amber Heard?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know if you know her or not. She's a pretty young girl. She's blonde and blue eyed. She was in the movie Pineapple Express. She was Seth Rogen's uh, girlfriend in that movie. When I saw her, I'm like, damn, that's a good looking girl. Then I heard she pooped in Johnny Depp's bed.
1: Is that well, why he a beat her? judge
2: him? in a court case, in a court of law this week, had to litigate whether that claim was true. And he ruled in a court of law on the record in an official legal document that she probably didn't do it, but it was probably the couple's dog. (laughs) And that Johnny Depp was mistaken when he found a turd in the bed and it was wrong for him to immediately
1: assume it was Amber Heard. Oh my God. (laughs) How is this, like, real? Like, how are people, like, spending money in court to be like, you know what? It was probably the dog, and you are mistaken. I bet he wasn't mistaken. I bet she shit in the bed. She
2: probably shit in the bed.
1: Now, the I mean, British tabloids are
2: savage. They have been calling her Amber Turd oh. since that revelation had oh
1: come out. Oh, God. What an ass, though, to bring that up. And, like, what does that have to do with anything at all? Like, divorce is a hell of a drug. Like, seriously. uh, Viciousness that can go on. Oh, yeah, I'm a white beaver. Maybe that, remember that one time you shit in the bed? Listen, Johnny. (laughs)
2: At least I don't shit in the bed.
1: Listen, Johnny, one of those things is much worse than the other. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) One
2: of these things is not like the other. One of these things is not (laughs) the same.
1: That's funny. So, yes, uh,
2: this particular judge cited. The court case from the 60s, it was a precedent of hot girls versus ew, we don't poo, in which it was decided that hot girls don't poop. And that was how he decided that Amber Heard wasn't actually responsible for the turd in Johnny Depp's bed. (laughs) Hot girls don't poop. I don't know if you remember that consequential court case. It was right after Roe v. Wade. It was hot (laughs) girls girls. versus
1: ew, we don't poo. (laughs) It's true, though we don't we don't poo. Oh,
2: no, we don't. Yes. <laughs>
1: what do you think about that, Father? He just came in. You and Uh-oh. Kim Jong Un. Oh don't yeah, poo either. Kim Jong Un. There's a lot of people poo. that
3: don't poo. Good-looking girls and Kim Jong.
2: Well, I've always contested that Kim Jong is a good-looking girl by Korean <laughs> yeah. standards. So I like his little bouffant that he gets.
1: Oh. Well. So the election is still close. OK, it's basically coming down to Nevada, Arizona and Arizona,
3: Nevada and Pennsylvania.
1: Well, mostly if if Joe Biden takes Arizona, and Nevada, it's over. He's it's got over. he's it's got over. 270 or
3: Georgia. And Georgia's is getting closer by the minute.
1: That would be interesting. If he takes Georgia, it's almost like he's won if he gets one of those. And Fox that...
2: News has called Arizona for Joe Biden. So they have yep. the electoral vote at. Two six four for Biden and two fourteen for Trump. Right, that's what so I'm seeing. He's only six away. That's what I'm seeing all over, and
1: I'm just seeing Nevada is the one that still has votes at Biden's at forty nine point three and Trump is at forty eight point seven so percent. If you
2: actually look at the numbers, it's like an eight. It's an eight thousand. It's not even eight thousand. It's like <laughs> yeah.
1: seven thousand nine hundred and ninety something vote difference. <laughs> yeah. it's the shocking guy that's covering
3: that, Trump has said that Trump's um, party has gotten really quiet.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. It's oh, yeah. Shocking that a thousand in Reno little, are going
2: to decide whether J- Donald Trump is, continues to be president. It's, a little, it's a, scary, a man. This reality. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's crazy. So our question to you, Dad. Go ahead, Dennis. You you worded it better than I do.
2: So, Father Richard, you have been a wise and sage. And, and giving advice since we started this podcast because of the pandemic, we felt that we were locked down and we couldn't make heads or tails, whether, you know, everything was out of whack, you know, cats were fighting dogs. It was raining uh, shit and hellfire from the ceiling and we needed some clarity. And so you were our uh, bastion in, in the night, the uh, uh, lighthouse in a sea of dif- disinformation that helped us uh, make sense of things. So as we close out this chaotic 2020 and this election cycle that feels like it's been going on for 200 years we wanted to get your sense what is the state of richard the state of the union when it comes to your brain how do you see where are we going what does 2020 look like in in a nutshell what should we look forward to in 2021 what can we be hopeful for and and what do you hold dear and how should we like prepare ourselves for what's to come Good question.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, it's interesting. I, I drove through Provo last night, and they, I, I actually got to witness one of those Trump trains. We were just talking about those earlier. With Confederate flags, people with their shirts off. These are BYU, good Mormon boys, you know, just screaming and holding the flag. First year that we've ever had a flag that represented a president, by the way, in, in American history um, yeah, we
2: used to have one it was called the American flag. Everybody yeah, had like signs red, red,
3: but not flags. And this time and Trump started that. And Trump will probably if he loses, which it looks like he will, but I'm not saying he will or not cuz it's still not known, so but close. Uh, it's close. So
1: terrifyingly close. But he's <laughs> so probably going to start a Play news agency,
3: American. a new news program called Trump News and it'll be the true news of course with QAn and all and Q-on Alex and on. Jones will be one of the the people doing it, you know, um, but I think we—if—if if things work out, we'll have a brighter future. Um, hopefully, we can unite again like we were
1: now five years ago. What's your advice if Trump wins? What should we do immediately? Nothing. I think we should just live <laughs> our lives. There's should we not-
2: start like saying a boot and like? Yeah. Move to Canada, Wait, maybe you know, move, get a taste for Canada everything won't racial. take us.
1: So we <laughs> just got to maybe
3: start our own community. And that's, I mean, that's one guy came out and said, there could be civil unrest enough to divide States or we become a divided union again.
1: That'd be interesting because we'd have to move out of Utah.
2: I think yeah. we would.
1: <laughs> we'd have to. We'd have to go to like Washington or Oregon or something.
2: Oregon just decriminalized and legalized magic mushrooms. They decriminalized uh, meth, and they decriminalized like mushrooms. all so, hard drugs, all which hard is drugs. like
1: amazing. That's like such a step. Oregon is like one of those states that I'm just like God. Like they're they're, they're kind the of ahead in the liberal coal yeah, mine. They like, really are. They,
2: They'll just go so far, and you're like, "All right, let's see how this works out." Yeah. Maybe we don't have to go so far, but you know, we definitely want to legalize I, marijuana. I don't so. think
1: that drugs and all that kind of stuff should be like, uh, you know, you go to federal prison and shit for man. That's just it's wrong. Agreed. Like, there's something else. We there's another solution there, and it's not like putting people well, in prison it, to become right? worse so criminals. On yeah, it's not been going working.
2: On for Fifty years and nothing not been done. In- uh, it's been are going there, on since are,
3: Nixon. Yeah. Nixon started. it.
2: Are there less people doing no, drugs? No, I think there <laughs> might be more. So, yeah. so maybe, yeah, it's time to, if, if, the definition of insanity is to continue doing the same thing and, and expecting a different result. So,
1: when are yes. we supposed to know what Nevada, so, if he's ne- got Nevada? Nevada is close is, is saying tomorrow close. night. Yeah,
3: tomorrow night. Jesus, um, man. They're 83% counted. It,
1: Pennsylvania is saying
2: by Friday.
1: Oh my God.
3: But Georgia, the more they're counting, the more Biden's getting closer. Yeah, I just
1: looked at the Georgia. The, yeah, and up, the gap is like crazy close. Now. I think it's
3: like twenty-eight thousand now. Yeah, and he was and a we- million
1: five last
3: night. Yeah, I wish I would have bet hundred bucks on Biden. On the Vegas odds were five hundred to one against yeah. Biden, <laughs> Biden last night. <laughs> yeah, hundred bucks would get me fifty thousand
1: dollars. Uh, uh, yeah, it's if Wisconsin. Biden wins.
2: Has has reached a point six differentials, so the Trump campaign has requested a recount. Yeah, of course. Now Which they won't.
1: It's not. It's it's not going to go in his favor. Like when in history, throughout history, won't. if there's that big of a, a gap, like it's not going to all no. of a sudden switch over to Trump. Now, if there was like a hundred votes the, or something difference, then maybe, or even a thousand, like then maybe, maybe. But yes. anything over a thousand like it's not going to happen. No, not going to happen. He has no. filed
2: the the they they filed a lawsuit in Pennsylvania and in Michigan to stop the vote count. Yes. Now, so far they've been they haven't been granted like an no, injunction. It's been, which it's, you been would like, normally see, it's been it's so. been shot
1: down by the courts, right? They're like, "No." No, what's going to happen to the postmaster?
3: Yet. What's going to happen to him? He was ordered so, by a judge, a federal judge to release all the ballots from the post office and he wouldn't do it.
1: Interesting.
2: Well, he was ordered to do a sweep yeah. of certain uh post offices to guarantee that there were no left behind ballots right. and if they were discovered they were to be immediately delivered to the polling places so they should be counted. On Monday, that's when the judge ordered that. He said by midnight I need to know that this is happening and DeJoy, the postmaster general who donated a million dollars to Trump's reelection campaign and then was put in office this year, Uh which like was part of the plan was to delay these votes and like hide them. And he denied the judge's order and said, no, we will not comply with that federal request. And so he was demanded today to testify as to why that couldn't be accomplished. So, and said there is going to be a price to pay for your, your lack of compliance.
1: The dude, this, the dude should go to jail, uh, man. Dude should go to fucking prison. Yeah. That's like, that's tampering with the election. That's like, yep. that's treason, man. It's straight up yeah. treason. Uh, I'm getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> this is
3: the most stressful it election, matter, right? like, but like 85% of Utahns voted 99% of Floridans voted. That's yeah. record amounts of voting yeah. and that's why it's taking so long. It's they've true. never had to count this many votes in the history. Usually it's 50% or less vote well, in the whole country. And all
1: the absentee ballots is, is making a big, which yeah. is like the absentee ballots have been primarily in Biden's favor. So there is something um, a yes. little bit comforting about that, knowing that most of the votes that are still being counted are absentee ballots and mm-hmm. they've Especially been in Pennsylvania. Yeah. They've been going in, in Biden's favor. So I'm just like, Oh, But this is like – it's one of those things where like I can't – like I couldn't wait for this to be over in January. You know what I mean? And then now it's just like it's it's just – but I'm okay with it. Just
2: a crisis reminder that the 2000 election went until December 13th when the Supreme Court by a 5-4 margin said that Florida needed to stop their recount. And the recount at that point had separated – Bush by Gore by 530 votes. Yeah, yeah, it was. And they still had thousands to count.
3: Gore won thousands that election and he was robbed. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. And it might happen so, now. It might happen now because we've got the Supreme Court. We're not Court out of the we, woods yet. <laughs> I don't know if they do it because I don't think the Supreme Court,
1: even they though they're, they're conservative, think, they're not they Trump. Would. I don't think they would. I think, I, I think most people in politics, aside from Trump, are going to follow the law. And especially in something that's this important, this is, like what America is about is this democracy, right? Like, this is what we hold so dear. So to fuck with that is to fuck with America and the, the
2: the big difference is Biden is ahead. whereas in two thousand, Bush was ahead. So there right. were some legal ways to say we should stop, right. right and go yep. with who's ahead. So this is a way different prospect of like, we're behind and we want you to stop, you know, there's, there doesn't, there's really no great legal challenge. And the first challenge that came in, in Pennsylvania, the basis for like, cause the entire uh, premise behind a legal challenge is you have to show how you were hurt by what the law is going on right, right now. Right. So the, the Trump campaign is saying that they were hurt because there wasn't proper
1: observation. Yeah. Of the and there, even though there, there's cameras, but there has there is been cameras. There has been. You have,
2: and
3: anybody can look at those cameras. They're available online. Yeah. Um, yep. I just heard this on the radio
1: on KSL. We've all, we've all been, <laughs> we've all been able to see them. Like they've been showing them yeah. on the news channels and stuff. And
2: both campaigns have campaign electors and yeah. monitors that are selected and credentialed, and they are in those rooms, and they are monitoring those those counts, right, so right. there is no shenanigans going on.
1: You know what's interesting is at first he's like, when he's winning, he's like, stop the count, stop the count, and then now that he's not, he's like, count harder, count even harder. It's like, dude, you <laughs> yeah. suck so hard. You suck so, <laughs> so goddamn so harm. Hard. Well, he just so brings hatred so is hard. what he does.
3: In my opinion, he just brings the hatred <sighs> out of people. He's brought every redneck yeah. racist out yeah. of the woodwork. I didn't realize there was that many in America.
1: That's what I was just telling like 67 you. million. Yeah.
3: Driving so down Provo Trump-
1: last night. I'll wearing competitor- Confederate flags. Yeah. So proud. I was, I was telling Dennis, if the the worst thing, one of the, like my worst fears about Trump winning is just having to deal with, with them rubbing it like those trump trains rubbing it in our face for the next 4 years and just like touting and and showing us all the confederate nazi <laughs> bullshit and oh yeah i can't i can't do it for and 4 more years that thing in
3: texas was ridiculous i mean they they were blocking people from going to the voting polls in the democratic oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, counties though yeah. They, they were blocking the roads talk about
1: and i mean like this should be fraud like that's, like anybody like yeah. uh, and the, like there you've heard like the The mail-in ballot boxes being uh, set on fire in California. There's so much like bad shit going on and tampering with this election. And it's all like on Trump's side. It's all like like nobody. The entire
2: Trump (laughs) id can be summed up as projectionism. Yeah. Whatever he is screaming about, it is because he is guilty of that himself. Right. right. So they have been screaming voter fraud and illegitimate for years with no evidence right. and yet we have evidence of voter suppression removing right. uh, people from the rolls just because sure. their name is similar to somebody that might be a felon right when you do mail-in ballots if your signature doesn't perfectly match they can reject it right and it's up to you to figure out how to correct that in time right prior to yeah. the election like the the idea, like so the, the argument right now is they're saying that they shouldn't be able to count in Florida, Michigan, and, and Wisconsin, even though for a year since the mail-in ballot has been expanded, the legislatures in those states have been requested to say we need to adjust the law to say you can count that before. Like in Utah, the votes are counted as they come in, not on election day. Right. Whereas in Michigan, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, the law said you cannot count voting until same day, like the ballot boxes have been counted. So they had to prioritize the day of ballots before they could even start counting the mail-in ballots. So when you have an election where like 2 million people are going to be voting by mail-in and you can't even start until after the polls close, it might take a couple of days to figure all that out.
3: Plus a record amount of people voting. I mean, they've got to count three times as much as they've have any other election.
2: Joe Biden got more votes than anybody that has ever run for president. He and beat, Trump got he, second. Yeah. And that's a sad, true story. Yeah. So,
1: so here's the sad part. Like right now, Biden's up in the popular vote by, by quite some, almost
3: three and a half million to four. I think now last time he I beat looked
2: Hillary Clinton's margin. Yes. Yeah. He, he, he's at like 3.2 million. She's at 2.9. Three, okay.
1: So it's just like, why can't we just stop this electoral shit, man? Why? Because- Do you know why you the know, Electoral you know, College
2: was instituted? It was a compromise with the Southern states. Right. And it was part of the three-fifths compromise, which is where we, they said that we should have more votes because we have so many slaves, but they're not really people, but even though they are people, so that's they came up with the idea that slaves should be counted as three-fifths of a person. And then instead of doing a popular vote where the most populated states would dominate all the time, they created this electoral college as a way to satiate the Southern states so that they wouldn't feel like they were getting ramroded by the Northern more populated states.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it's horseshit, man. It's so, it's yeah. so like it needs to, to go away. Or they because, ought to do what Maine
2: did where they divide it.
1: Well, in- I, I was,
2: I was telling Lindsay the, the divided is probably a better way to go. Interestingly
1: yeah. enough. Six out of seven of the last elections, Democrats have won the popular vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that means like we could have like that, that we we come from like a nation that has democratic values that mo- yeah. most most people. So what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. I feel <laughs> like the, yeah. and like the the Republicans just being the most corrupt. And I have no problem saying that. They are the most corrupt out of all the politicians.
2: One party wants everybody to vote, and one party keeps saying not everybody should vote. Yeah, and they keep yeah. putting in laws yeah. and rules and restrictions right. in place. Because they like, know they uh,
1: suck, and they know they're dying.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham got reelected. I don't know how. but uh, well, I do know yeah. how. It's
2: rednecks. Um, but yeah.
3: how did Mitch McConnell get reelected? I don't know. Holy he, mackerel! He didn't,
2: he didn't just get reelected; he dominated. Yeah, and I'm very mad at the Democratic Party for fooling me into thinking it was somehow close. Yeah, and they, spent, they, they said it was like dollars. A, they, in, in fact, Kentucky. they said he was losing. All those Facebook posts yeah. are like it's yeah. a,
1: it's within a one percent margin. But give me five bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I what know.
2: is it with South Carolina that they have they have a senator named Lindsey, <laughs> and they ran a guy named Jamie, <laughs> I
3: don't and know. they were both
2: a little effeminate. What what is it with South Carolina that they ran effeminate men with female names? Jamie Not just didn't cry watching.
3: enough. Lindsay actually cried, and I think yeah. Jamie should have cried and he would have won if he yeah. would have cried.
2: Yeah. No more. Yes. Lindsay toxic Graham actually cried.
3: They hate me. <laughs> they,
2: they like a uh, Southern gentleman in South Carolina. They I like guess. a little a little sweeter they like a little <laughs> sweetness in their tea. In Here's South how Carolina. I feel
1: about Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell.
2: Yes,
0: they just <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately with the
2: way the senate map is playing out we are going to be in trouble for at least another two years oh because yeah without complete control of the senate we we're two do down from the senate
3: we gained a little bit in the senate but we lost in the house too so we it's lost like three
2: in the house yeah they still remain control, but the yep, but senate barely. is not going to be it still will be a republican majority yep. after with it's mitch mcconnell
3: up. in the lead probably Absolutely, they're and not going to work him. with with Biden. He will not work with them.
1: Far far. Yeah. of course. Well, they never worked with with Obama. Like no. it's then like the Obama like tried so hard to get stuff passed, and just they just complete
2: uh, obstructionism from yep. the moment right. they took power. Of they just worked the, for their party, not the people.
1: Yep. Yeah. yep. And well, it's going to
2: be that way for another two years. So we so have to like start now, looking forward to twenty twenty two To vote to, like. When you can like uh, try to regain that, that control of the Senate. Cause if you have the last two years of a Biden administration where we have control of the presidency, the Senate and the house, you can actually get things done. That would be interesting.
1: So let's hope, let's hope that by the time by this Friday, we don't have to worry about just putting our heads down and dealing with Trump for four more years.
2: Can we have, like, a calm Thanksgiving, even though we can't be with each other yeah, this yeah. year on Thanksgiving? Can we have it, like, figured out? Can we know who our president's going to be? Could Mitch McConnell, like, swallow his own pride, pass a new stimulus bill in a lame duck session? And then we could all say to Trump, we're tired of you. Go start your news network. But they should never listen to him ever again. No. Like the press should learn their lesson that anything he says should never be reported on ever again. No. So, like... And anybody who was part of this administration, there is no rehab because that always happens. Look at Colin Powell. Look at like Condoleezza Rice. You know, once they left the Bush administration, there's going to be all these stories now of all these people being like, "Well, I was the resistance. I was the adult in the room. I wasn't really with (laughs) Trump." Yeah. No, you're all done. Yeah. I never want to hear from fucking uh, Jared Kushner or Stephen Miller. You might in four years. I yeah. bet he runs yeah, for president for four years. To, I
3: bet he does. I have a feeling. I,
2: I think Ivanka would run. Yeah, I think so. Jared would. I don't so. know. They
3: might both run. They might both be arguing, which would be funny. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to hear from any of these people ever again. Betsy DeVos can go fucking oh, fuck herself. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, please, you know,
1: please. It, please. Done. Done. done, <laughs> and, and,
2: done. And, and here goes to, you know, Kamala in 2022 when she's president, because, Joe Biden's 78 years old.
3: <laughs> oh, he's already said he's not running another term. You know, I'm it's a one-term thing. It. He may thing. not
2: make it through this first one. I know he, he might not. a long time when you're 78 years old. That's yeah. so true. I, I would not be
1: mad with a Kamala Harris uh, presidency. No. If he so. does win, however, I will be saying. How
0: do I ever say thank you? <laughs> I don't know what to say.
1: That, that's where to, I'm at, man. I'm just ready. All the minority voters in Detroit, so Michigan. Much, that
2: that yeah, old all, man is all of us. Hey, Michigan. How do I ever say thank you?
1: I don't know what to say. And and hey, Arizona, if it works out. How do I ever yeah. say thank you?
0: I don't know what to say. And
1: Nevada? Come on now. How do I
0: ever say thank you? <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh-oh.
1: All right. Let's leave on what? Give me a positive note, Dad. Give me a positive message.
3: Hey, trying to think of one. <laughs> hey, we're alive and we're not hungry. You know,
1: there we That's go. That's one good thing. I'm definitely so not. So post
3: hungry. pandemic,
2: yeah. What is your first activity? What is the first thing you want to do, maskless with a crowd? What concert, is our first activity? a concert
3: or a jazz game? And I'm not really into sports that much, what? but oh my god, yes. I would love to go just to a crowded place. And, and go to worry. dinner and not worry and go to a concert and not worry.
2: I miss live music more than and
3: anything hugging. Yeah. I miss yeah. hugging. Definitely. I really hugging. miss
2: hugging.
1: Just not. I, my first thing I want to do is just have like a giant family party without masks Yeah, nothing oh, we man. have to worry about Yes. because indoors,
2: right. everybody on top yeah. of each other, everybody you just you know, dog in piling a kitchen, sharing
1: dip, you know, sharing like, so like, much.
2: Double dip. dipping, double dipping, double dipping, and being I'm happy about it. That, I'm gonna... that fucking hummus at your party.
1: You're gonna trip dip. You're
2: gonna trip, I'm dip? dip. I'm gonna use my finger in that hummus. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna scratch my party. balls
3: and then dip. Well, let's,
2: let's okay. We're going a little far here. We're going <laughs> a little far. My balls in the dip. <laughs>
3: 2021.
1: Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. Let's uh, take her Positive out note. Positive note Dip Positive your balls, note. In the dip. balls in the dip Balls in the dip All balls out Put your balls in that dip
3: Yeah.
0: Learned something today Lord Jesus knows I certainly have I'm going to go throw up and make more diarrhea Into my toilet Thank God I went with the super deluxe bar day Now I'm going to go watch an old man cry so that I can feel real feelings again.